Hey lovelies and welcome to a new episode of the Empowered Creative. This is an Ask Christina Anything episode where I will answer a question from one of my wonderful listeners. And I love today's question. I think this episode will help many of you who are in the first years of starting your business. The topic is, what would I do differently if I started a business today? My answer will probably be a little bit different from what you have heard before. I'm not going to give you a checklist of specific actions that you can take to start your business, like get a website, write a business plan, start a mailing list. Those things are important, but I want to go deeper. Because the most important thing when jumping into entrepreneurship and building a creative business is having the right mindset. And when you are new in the business game, you have no chance of knowing what the right mindset is. Like I always like to say, no one starting ballet today will dance professionally on stage tomorrow. Things takes time. When you don't have experience, you cannot expect yourself to do everything right from the start. Starting a business is truly a learning curve. And today I will share some of my most hard-learned experiences with you so you can learn from me and hopefully avoid some of my mistakes. But before we start, I just want to let you know that the Lifestyle Photography Academy is going to open for enrollment this month. I don't have a specific opening date yet, so please look out for my emails if you are on the waiting list. And the Academy is completely updated with new content, inspiring how-to tutorials and behind-the-scenes videos. There are actually more than 150 tutorials online on everything from photography, lighting, styling, editing, creativity, business tips, and so much more. I like to say that this is your one-stop photography course. It has everything you need to go from a complete beginner to growing your dream photography career. Once you enroll, you will have lifetime access which is amazing because you can use the course as a resource library right? while growing your photography skills at your own pace, even years after you have joined. So this is such a good investment if you're curious and serious about photography. And I'm going to be with you all the way in our private study group, which is always so much fun. You will have the opportunity to get my help, ask questions and get feedback, all while being in a group with like-minded on the same path as you. Just be aware, I only open up for enrollment twice a year, once in the fall and once in spring. So if you know that this is something you want to join, make sure to enroll when registration opens. All right, let's get started. So today's question is from Marina. She wrote to me on Instagram. Dear Christina, if you were starting a new business from scratch with all the experience and insights you have, how would you do it? 
Marina also wrote, this might be a topic for an entire episode, and she's so right. This is a huge topic, and there is no one answer to this. Every business is different, and every business owner is unique and need help different challenges. So if this was a coaching session with a client, I would look at those factors individually before I would give my advice. That being said, there are also some general tips that will help most business owners get the ball rolling faster. So that's what I will do my best to tap into in today's episode. I've been a multi-entrepreneur since I was 15 years old and today I'm 48. <laughs> so that gives me a few years of experience. Did I have success with all my businesses? Absolutely not. I went through trial and error just like most business owners do. Looking back, I have no regrets and I'm thankful for every failure I had along the way, because those were the moments where I truly learned something valuable. You seldom learn from your successes, right? You learn from failing, falling, pushing, breaking, trying, struggling, testing and taking action without knowing if what you do is the right move. So... If I learned anything, it is that there is no wrong or right path to starting a successful business. There is just trial and error. The most important thing is that if you have this idea in the head that you can't let go of, a big dream you want to follow, if your heart keeps whispering that you should start your own business, then do it. Start. Take the jump. The worst thing that can happen is that you fail. <laughs> but if you fail, you will learn some valuable lessons that will pivot you faster towards success in the future. Failing is a gift. It might be a gift in the most ugly wrapping paper you have ever seen, but it's still a gift. It's from our struggles that we grow the most. So knowing that, we shouldn't be so afraid to start our dream business. I think you can divide most startup entrepreneurs into two categories. Those who overthink things and therefore have a hard time taking action. And those that take action and just jump without thinking too much about their strategy. I'm definitely in the last category myself. In my younger days, I was like a bull running forward with my ideas and with my head under the arm because I was so excited and I didn't know anything about running a business. So needless to say, I have hit a few walls in my entrepreneurial life. One of the businesses I tried and failed at was selling designer clothes to a high-end shop in Brussels. This was many years ago, before social media and webshops were a natural part of our daily life. So I had to physically pack the clothes in a suitcase and walk from shop to shop. 
as an introvert young woman, not speaking the languages, this was a huge challenge for me. I don't know what I was thinking choosing a career that didn't fit my personality better. I think a part of me thought it would be easy. I had absolutely no idea what I had gotten myself into before I was standing in the first shop staring the salesperson in the eyes. Bonjour, I said with a nervous smile. Would you like to buy my closing line? Je ne comprends pas, the salesperson replied back with an unfriendly attitude. The lady didn't understand English and I couldn't speak French. So I sat down on the floor and started to unpack my suitcase, laying the clothes out around me on the floor for them to see. I was more or less crawling around on the floor because there wasn't any table around. Another salesperson arrived to the scene and started to talk fast in French. She didn't look happy. The only thing I understood in between her words was her, no, 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 and then I saw her finger pointing to the door. It was so humiliating. I went straight home and cried my eyes out. I was so heartbroken from this experience. I tried a few other shops the following weeks, but without any luck. And then I gave up. I just gave up. I told myself that I wasn't cut out for this. That I wasn't good enough. That I was stupid for thinking that I could do this. I was so angry with myself and I felt like a big loser. This little story leads me to my first tip and maybe my most important tip. Don't give up because you don't get the result you want. Don't give up because you don't get the result you want. Every successful business owner have a lot of no's, failures and rejections behind them. Now, I'm not saying this to take your courage away. I'm saying this to remind you that rejection is normal and you cannot take it personally. When you get a no, it doesn't mean that there is something wrong with you or your offerings. A rejection is valuable feedback to you telling you that you either try to work with the wrong person or that you need to change your strategy. It doesn't mean that you are incompetent, stupid or a failure. Every no is feedback. Every rejection is feedback. And every failure is feedback teaching you to look at new ways to do things. Your job as a business owner is to find the strategies that works for your business. Don't give up because a few people don't like what you offer. Don't give up because you meet rejections. It's all part of the road to success. For every no, you are one step closer to getting a yes. And when you get that first yes, you get momentum. The truth is that most creative businesses fail within the first two years. And they do so because the business owner give up believing that they are not good enough and they take failure personally. 
And that was exactly what happened to me when I tried to sell clothes in Brussels all those years ago. You have to be patient in your startup process because it takes time. We all know the saying, Rome wasn't built in a day, meaning you cannot expect to do important things in a short period of time. Big achievements come with time, patience and the dedication to constantly adjust your strategies until you find something that works. Does it make sense? My next startup tip is to invest in yourself, not your business. So this takes a bit of explanation. One of the biggest mistakes I see creatives do is that they invest all their time and money into their business right from the start, but not always in the right way. They want the perfect website, the perfect logo, the perfect workspace, and more tools and equipment that than they actually need. The truth is that this rarely bring in customers. So when you finally have the perfect setup, the customers and clients are a no-show. This is a normal first move strategy when you are new to business. I cannot tell you how much money I have wasted in my time as an entrepreneur on expensive web design, business cards, flyers, logos, workspaces, and strange gadgets to impress my clients, like pens and coffee cups with my logo on. <laughs> Not to mention all the camera equipment I bought that I never use, but I bought it because I thought it would help me look more professional. I'm not trying to say that all those things are not important, but it's not the place to put your savings in the first few months of your business. The best place to invest your money and your valuable time is to invest in you and your skills. Invest in learning the right skills. Learn how to communicate what you offer in the most attractive way possible. Learn how to ask your customers questions that open up conversations that lead to sale. Learn how to connect with people and inspire them with what you have to offer. Invest in courses that helps you become so good at your craft that you can't be ignored. Invest in coaching so you can get support and overcome your struggles faster than your competition. Invest your time in networking online and offline. Talk about what you do with passion to everyone you meet. That's one of the best ways to get real customers. Yes, the website does matter and you should have a good profile photo of yourself too. But You can start with a single page website that you built yourself. Even a Facebook page or an Instagram page will do the job. And when you have the ball rolling and money is coming in, you can begin to invest more into your business. And that brings me to my last startup tip for today. Learn to love selling. Because another reason why many creative businesses fail within the first few years is the missing effort in selling. It's not that we don't want to sell our products or that we are lazy, not at all. 
We just tend to focus on everything else than selling, like comparing ourselves to our competition or researching new ideas, spending time on social media, redesigning our websites, commenting on Instagram and so on. And in doing so, we start to feel overwhelmed and busy. And perhaps there is also that nagging fear of putting yourself out there, the fear of becoming that sleazy salesperson, the fear of stepping outside of your comfort zone and ask for the sale, the fear of no one wanting to buy your products. It saddens me to see just how many creatives give up on their dream because they struggle to sell. They blame themselves, lose confidence and doubt if they are good enough, when really what they lack is effective key strategies on how to sell their products and services. So if you recognize yourself in this, do not feel like a failure. There is nothing wrong with you. I bet about 95% of all creative business owners deal with the fear of selling and putting their offerings out there. As I said earlier, no one starting ballet today will dance professionally on stage tomorrow. So how can you be a world-class sales queen when no one never taught you how? If you have never run a business before in your life, how on earth should you know how to sell and make profit successfully? I know the feeling because I've been there. It took a huge shift in my focus and a major shift in my thinking to understand that selling was the key to not only business survival, but to business thriving. Selling is without a doubt the hardest part for most business owners. After all, we got into this creative business for the love of our craft, not because we loved selling, right? But then we realize that in order to survive, we need to make offerings to people. We need to sell to make money. Otherwise, we just have a really expensive hobby. Selling is so much more about psychology than it is about hardcore sales strategies. Because selling is all about connecting with your perfect audience and showing them that you are the best fit to serve them. And let me just remove one of the biggest misconceptions that many creatives have around selling, that it takes confidence to sell. I hear this so often. I don't have the confidence to sell my products. Or if only I had more confidence, I would promote myself and my offerings. The good news is that you don't need confidence to sell. The number one reason why so many struggle to make money in their business is that they don't show up. They hide, thinking that it's so much easier to play safe and color so far inside the lines that they don't stand out as being too much. We are so afraid of putting ourselves out there because we are afraid that people will judge us and think that we are too much. As humans, we crave safety. It's one of the top human needs. We need to feel safe. So when presented with the idea of getting out of our hiding place to sell, it can feel terrifying, right? Perhaps you know the feeling. 
You want success with your creative passion, but you avoid showing yourself to the world. You hope that one day will be your lucky day and some important person will discover you. Yeah, I've been there too. And you wait around hiding in the shadows, hoping that your confidence will magically appear someday. Someday I will put myself out there. Someday I will promote my products. Someday I will ask for the sale. Someday I will show the world how great I am. Someday. But the truth is, visibility is critical to the success of your business. People can't pay you if they can't find you. Someday will not make you a profitable business. Someday is an excuse to hide and play small. And you are better than that. You deserve more. You have so much to offer and it doesn't do anybody any good if you keep it to yourself. You got to decide that you are done with disappearing into the background. You are done disappearing. You got to decide to step out into the light. You got to decide that you are worthy of stepping out into the light. You got to make a promise to yourself that you will show up for your business, for your dream and for yourself. Because no one else will do it. There is only one person who can do this and that is you. I know all of this might sound scary to you, especially if you are an introvert person. Nevertheless, if you are not willing to take the risk and push yourself in the right direction just a little bit every day, you will never get there. In other words, you got to do what you don't want to do. If you don't like selling, that's exactly what you should prioritize. But don't worry, you don't have to be that sleazy salesperson. No need for that. Big relief, right? <laughs> There is no need for those icky sales pitches. Instead, talk about the experience that your customers will get when they work with you. Tell them how it will make them feel. Explain all the benefits of your service and your products. Explain the process of working with you and buying from you. Show your passion for what you do. That's probably the most important thing. Instead of thinking about selling, think about sharing your passion for what you do. Nothing sells better than passion and excitement. Customers will be drawn to you like a magnet when you show up to inspire serve and spark meaningful conversations. You got to shift your thinking from believing that you are an annoying salesperson to think that you are a helper. Believe that you can make a difference with your products and offerings. From that state of mind, it's easier to sell from the heart. A great question to ask yourself is this. What is the smallest action step I can take today to talk about my products and offerings? Or this one. 
What is one small thing I can do today to show up and inspire and serve my audience and potential customers? Selling is not about being annoying or trying to force your products onto someone. If someone doesn't want your products, so be it. It's okay. But you got to keep showing up so you can meet the people that will love you and love your products. Okay? Selling is love. If you love what you do, all you sell is love. Selling is sharing inspiration. If you feel inspired to inspire others, all you sell is inspiration. Selling is storytelling. Forget those icky sales emails. Talk about your journey. Share how you got from where you were to where you are today. Share how you overcame your struggles and how you are now ready to help people in a similar situation as you once were. Be passionate about what you do and what you offer and share it with excitement. And last but not least, take risks. Allow yourself to step out of that comfort zone because it's outside of your comfort zone that you will skyrocket your income. Those who are willing to take risks are the ones who will make the most profit. All right, deep breath. You can do this. You can absolutely do this. Just one tiny step a day to implement some of the things I shared with you in this podcast today. Just one tiny thing every day. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to do everything perfect. You just have to be you. So take a deep breath and make a plan to start with one of my tips tomorrow. Okay. So that was all I had to share with you today. If you have anything you would like to ask me or if you have any idea for a topic you want me to talk about here on the show simply email me i will put my contact info in the show notes and you know what i love to hear from my audience if you love this podcast make sure to give it a five-star review on itunes and share it with your friends maybe someone you know need to hear this before I go, I also want to remind you that I have a free five-day photography course available on my website for you to download, and it's 100% free. So if you're new here, if you haven't downloaded my free course yet, I invite you to go and do that on my website. It's perfect for you if you love food and still life photography. That's all for now, lovelies. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much for spending time with me on the Empowered Creative Show. Remember, don't do anything that doesn't feel right, but do what you feel is right, even if it scares you. I'm Christina, saying bye-bye for now. <laughs>